GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. We're live every day between 1 and 2 on Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television. If it's been talked about in Gibraltar, we want to talk about it on Gibraltar Today. In this podcast, with us, not for us. The theme for World Down Syndrome Day, campaigner and mother Annette Zemit joined us. Prevention is better than cure. We spoke to Dwayne Trinidad of the Fire and Rescue Service. Social workers often deal with vulnerable people and have high workloads. What motivates them to turn up to work every day? A question we put to the care agency's Angelo Serisola. But first, the Chief Minister tweeted that he's in London for political business. Fabian Pigardo often posts references to the ongoing treaty negotiations on his Twitter. Tuesday's wasn't the most cryptic, but the GBC News editor Christine Vasquez helped us to unpack hashtag let's get over the line. Well, you know my feeling that it has to happen. And after a lot of noise over the Christmas period, we've had some eerie silence lately. And this may actually be a good thing as real negotiations take place quietly. So we understand he's taking his boys, his real boys, aged 10 and 7, to a football match. His sons. His sons. Okay. But hoping to net a bigger result in the political pitch with the other two boys he references in his tweet in their 50s and 60s. The Deputy Chief Minister and the Attorney General, one assumes. Well, actually, we don't, we, we don't really know the score, Jonathan, but <laughs> the Governor and the Deputy Chief Minister are both away from Gibraltar too. So, um, what do we take from that? And if we go by Mr. Bigado's tweet, he says there's a busy few weeks of travel ahead. So, we cannot expect anything imminently. But they're obviously still playing keepy-uppy and <laughs> close to a result. So, Jonathan, impressed by what you can deduce from 280 Twitter um, characters? Yes, and how many um, football puns you can work into a short update. Um, thank you, Christine Vasquez, for helping us to make sense of Fabian Picardo's brief Twitter posts and with such panache as well. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Right, it's my pleasure to welcome into uh, today's uh, Gibraltar Today programme, Angelo Serisola, uh, who has just come from a, a seminar, a, a learning day, um, celebrating social workers. And um, we'll ask you about that in just a moment, Angelo. But uh, first, not before we hear from David Shemmings, who uh, was the keynote speaker at this morning's event organized by the care agency professor shemmings is a um, a professor of child protection research at royal holloway college so let's whet the appetite for our conversation by hearing what he had to say we've looked at the importance of understanding trauma knowing what to do and more so knowing what not to do knowing our limits we're not most social workers are not trauma therapists but they can be very helpful if they know what not to do and then what you can do this afternoon is more about learning some lessons from the child protection world about how to help with diversity how to understand our unconscious biases if that's not a contradiction in terms how can you understand something that's unconscious but you can so we're going to be looking at that this afternoon as well so, Angela, welcome to Gibraltar today. We all have unconscious biases, and h- how do we deal with those? Hi, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Well, I think uh, David, uh, Professor David Sherbings um, did make some suggestions at today's seminar, and he did give some helpful advice in that regard. Um, and, and one way of addressing that is by coming from behind our prejudices. So, 
coming to realise what what are our own belief system and challenging that through um, dialogue and through research. So um, I, I teased it a little bit earlier, but but you you work with vulnerable people in the care agency, um, supporting individuals and families through difficult times. You need to safeguard them from harm. It's varied work. It's it's challenging work. How do you? How does the team motivate itself after a difficult day? How do you pick yourself up and say, right, tomorrow we go again? Right. So you're absolutely right. The care agency is a statutory body for social care services in in Gibraltar. One of the things that motivates social workers and other professionals within the care agency is their ability to empathise and have compassion. That is something that uh, we covered today in some degree at the seminar, and it's something that is a prerequisite for anyone in the social care profession. You have to care about people. Um, completely right that um, social workers uh, and other care agency professionals are working with people that experience a lot of pain, a lot of harm, uh, an array, a, a wide array of issues, and um, our professionals are qualified and well-trained to help people navigate those challenges. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. If you're going to be around tomorrow, uh, a quick heads up uh, on Gibraltar Today, the first interview for the Commissioner of Police, I think, since that incident at Eastern Beach, uh, you know, the one where the uh, customs, uh, Spanish customs, fired some shots, um, some gunshots as they faced off um, with smugglers in the early hours of the morning. And uh, that'll be one of the things that we ask the Commissioner of Police, Richard Alger about. He's here to answer your questions too. If you'd like to put any to him, uh, there's one number you need. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, um, and it's WhatsApp that we're using 266 200. Now, this evening at the Leisure Cinema, an Irish goodbye will feature actor James Martin, the first person with Down syndrome to win an Oscar. I think it's a list of things that she wanted to do, you know, before the illness took her. I'm not going anywhere until Mum's done every single riff. Right. We do Mum's list, and then we go down to Margaret's. Then, deal. How many's on there? One hundred. A hundred? Look, no, come here! That's where the appetite, uh, an Irish goodbye, uh, a black comedy set in Northern Ireland, playing at the Leisure Cinema this evening at 6pm. It's just one of the events uh, put on uh, and organised to mark World Down Syndrome Day. Uh, and it's our pleasure to welcome campaigner and mother, Annette Zamit, to the studio. Annette, we need to work with people with Down Syndrome to improve their lives, don't we? Yes, definitely. Um, the theme this year for the United Nations Conference in New York is work with us or do things with us, not for us, which I think is very important. Um, and uh, mainly because we want to deviate or generally we want to deviate from this idea that people with disability, you have to do things for them and um, more sort of like trying to do things with them so that they achieve their goals, so that they achieve their the goals in life. 
Excellent. So um, the message is with us, not for us, as you've been explaining, um, an emphasis on human rights. Yes. Uh, People with Down syndrome don't want pity. No. They want people (laughs) to uh, realise that they deserve to be treated fairly and have the same opportunities as everyone else. And that's difficult to disagree with. I don't think anyone would disagree with that, but it's harder to make it a reality, isn't it? Yes, it is harder to make it a reality. There are people um, that we come across in our lives when we have a child with Down syndrome that get this very easily, that click and understand it from the first instance. There are still others that don't get it. And actually what I'm trying to also put across is that it's not a bad. It's not in a bad way. It's it's out of maybe compassion or out of the thing. The this idea whether you need to have compassion and have pity for and someone. Empathy. No? Empathy. Whereas that doesn't really work because, um, as has happened with this film, uh, parents thirty one years ago told. Well, James's parents told that uh, James's um, parents were told when he was born that he would never speak. And these were the kind of things that parents were being told 30-odd years ago. So we're talking uh, about James Martin, about James Martin, whose parents were told he would never speak, would and never now speak. he's an Oscar-winning Precisely. actor. Precisely. Wow. Um, and on their way back from New York, um, his uh, fellow actors, on one of the interviews, what really touched me was uh, when they said that um, he had actually broken the ceiling, the glass ceiling that was put on, on top of him, because, you know, it's incredible... Um, how many times they surprise us and how many times they even surprise themselves, given the right opportunities and given the right uh, support. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. There was a dramatic penthouse apartment fire which hit the headlines on Friday. There was a fire last week as well uh, in a flat at Harbour Views, a car, uh, a car caught fire up the rock last month never a dull moment for the fire and rescue service uh, and it's a it's a pleasure to be joined by Dwayne Trinidad who works in fire safety and I suppose the old adage is the old adage is true that prevention is better than cure Dwayne and you've got to try and do things properly to start off with rather than put out the fire no that's right Jonathan um, so there's there's two departments really main departments departments within the, um, the fire and rescue service so you have the, the operations department and these are the, the guys that rush into the fires, you know, they're the big red fire trucks with the, the, the sirens and the lights storming in to put the fires out. Um, and then there's the fire safety department. And, and there's two different mindsets, completely different mindsets within each department. So the, the people in operations, they want to get stuck into a fire, they want to get stuck into an accident uh, and do as much as they can. Now, nobody wants anyone to lose a property or lose their life or lose a vehicle, but it's that mindset that they've done all this training and they want to get stuck in um, and use that training to maximum effect. The other side of it is, as you've said, prevention is better than cure. And that's where our department comes in, fire safety. Our mindset is completely different. We don't want anything to happen in the first place. You know, we're trying to prevent anything from happening. Um, and should something happen, then we're trying to m- minimise the impact of that incident as much as we can. So when something does go wrong, you know, there was a couple of car car fires in the beginning of the year. Or there was one car fire in particular at the mm. beginning of the year. There was one last summer, last July. Um, it was deemed to be suspicious, so we got called in to investigate the fire. And how so, long, uh, I mean, we're, we're almost out of time, Dwayne, but, but what, what, um, what does that entail in a nutshell? How long does it take you to um, do that investigation? The investigation, it, it depends on what the scenario is. E- each scenario is different. You know, you might go to, um, we, we turned up to the scenario on Friday at Ocean Village, and we had a look around, and we thought we had to chat with the people that were present, which is, which is always important, you know, get, get the knowledge from the people that were there. 
uh, and we established that it was because of hot works. Now, hot works, hot works mm. um, is well, any soldering any, iron, yeah, or... that kind of thing. Basically, anything that's going to you know produce sparks or a naked flame, that's a hot work. Um, we put it down to that. That that was wrapped up pretty quickly. Um, you may have a, a a room on fire, and then you know it's a completely different ball game because yeah. you're looking at you know everything's gutted by the fire, and you have to start extracting things slowly to see you know or try and identify where that started. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.